There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Yo, yo, what up? How you doing? Yo, 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 <laughs> yo, we had one more fun... time. What up? Yo, what up? We had a fun episode this week. Um, we always crazy, have a fun episode. A lot of crazy stuff going on over in the money pit, mm-hmm. over in the swamp. Yeah. I mean, those yeah. are our two areas, really. Well, they hung out in the research center. That's like, true. Come on. War room, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, hot dog. So let's chat about it, I guess. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea since okay. that's what we're here for. Well, let's talk about that ring that they found. So they went to the swamp, right? Yeah. So, episode eighteen, Lords of the Ring. They find a ring. The one ring. The one ring to rule them all. It could be <laughs> because we find out a number of things about said ring. What do we find out? Okay, wait, wait a second. All right, so who's there? Who finds the ring? Okay, so at the swamp, we have Rick and Gary mm-hmm. metal detecting. Yeah. We already know it's the dream team, and Gary points that out later. <laughs> but, okay, so Gary always, you know, he's funny. They've drained the swamp, but there's a lot of dirt. It, dirt. A lot of water in there still. A dirt in there. But he says, be careful. It might be a little squidgy. Squidgy. Is, yeah. So is that a term for like quick sandy or I don't know. I is squidgy a term for swampy? Sure. Maybe. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know why Who not. said that again? Was Gary. that Gary? Yeah. So he... it, you know what it probably is? It's probably an English thing. Yeah, probably. So it's probably not meant for, we're not meant to know. That's <laughs> It's like they have their That's own okay. little version of the English language over there. I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I still like squidgy. Squidgy. Yeah. All right, so, first thing, though, mm-hmm. they don't get the ring on the first go. No, they find uh, some kind of tin can, right? Tin can lid. Yeah. That had to be a letdown. It's like, woohoo! Yeah, well, what did, uh, so Gary said, like, yeah, I don't think that's Templar or something, right? Yeah, I'm wondering, <laughs> is, like, someone standing out by the swamp with their, like, can opener eating, ready for a can of beans and, like, nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. And then throw it out there? Yeah, I have no idea, but... What I do know is that Gary said it's definitely not Templar related, you know, so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the certainty that we have from that find. Yes, that, and I'm guessing it's just not related to the treasure story, period, Templar period. or not. Yeah. So then they do get the second signal mm-hmm. that uh, he gets Rick to dig upon. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, when he sees something, Gary gives a big old whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, you know, he's excited. They found a ring. And I noted that Rick was giggling. Yeah, of course he was. Like, hello. Yeah, so I typed my notes into an email. No. um, Right? And so that's how I take my notes, and I leave it as a draft email. And I typed in the word Rick, Mm -hmm. and it has predictive text for the next word. And one of the predictive uh, uh, answers or answers, uh, words, is giggles. Like, because I've been writing writing that so much this year that Rick giggles about something. That's funny. That, uh, yeah, so... Hey, he's just having a good, he's having a good year. Yeah, he's having a giggling of a year. Is that like a a giggle, like a gaggle? A giggle gaggle year. Yeah. We could have read a Dr. Seuss book (laughs) about the Curse of Oak Island, except it wouldn't be a Dr. Seuss book because. In the style of. There we go. go. Thank you. Yeah. So they look at the ring Mm -hmm. and they note that the pattern is pretty intricate. Mm -hmm. And uh, they used to do things like that on on older rings because. more modern rings, they would put a lot of jewelry on them, right? Yeah, so, they'd put a lot of, they'd put stones in them to make a, I mean, you know, wedding rings or mm-hmm. um, any, I don't know. I guess it makes sense the more I think about it. It would be simpler to place a stone in it than to go through and do all this work of chiseling out a design mm-hmm. or stamping it or whatever. Yeah, we'll get more to that in a moment when we get to the research center. But yeah, it's just, it was a cool find. You know, how, mm-hmm. how often do you find a ring in on Oak Island or in the swamp, right? So We'd have to ask them, but my guess is not often. No. Like, they've been finding some brooches. Yeah, that's true. Right? But they have not found a ring as far as I can remember. Didn't, maybe, did they find something in the 
in Smith's Cove last year that was a ring? I don't remember. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. But yeah, it was just a, a cool find. And I hope they find some more stuff like it. Now that they have the swamp drained and they're doing some search around the kind of the perimeter in areas that they weren't able to get to before. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what's there for the taking? They weren't expecting to find the lead cross a couple of years ago. Right? No, so. absolutely not. And I know that's Smith's Cove, but it's still it's on the island. Okay, yeah, for sure. Uh, Rick asks if uh, Rick asks if it is a top pocket find. Well, he's like, oh, well, yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, and he just he... unzips it right away, sticks it right on in there. Mm-hmm. Of it course up. it is, but yeah. he didn't put it in that top pocket fast enough, I guess. Not for, for Rick, apparently. Yeah, but absolutely. Whatevs, whatevs. Yeah. It- and they're excited, so mm-hmm. they're going to go take it to show their friends. Well, why not, right? So well, they do. Yeah. They head on over to the research center. Mm-hmm. And we have Gary and Rick, and they're meeting up with, uh, you know, they're the ones that go on to show the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Marty's in there. Laird is in there. And conservator uh, Kelly Bar- uh, Barasa. Yes. Yeah, there you go. He was there. And that's convenient. Yeah. That's the guy you'd want to show it to, right? Yeah. Someone He's the one that that's... looked at the brooch that had, like, the... Uh, the possible appeal to heaven design mm-hmm. on it, right? That's true. And it makes sense that he's there, I don't know, preserving things, <laughs> especially what, I mean, whatever they find. So, well, it's just their good luck, I guess, that he was there yep. when they brought in something that needed to be looked at by someone like him. So it was perfect. Good fortune. Good fortune. Yeah. So they show the ring to Marty, and uh, he, Gary just has a huge grin on his face. And, mm-hmm. he's, you know, uh, Marty's just like, oh man, you found something good, didn't you? You found something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Gary, I feel like does not have a good poker face. No, I would love to play poker with Gary Drayton. Wouldn't that yeah, because we could clean him out. Yeah, and maybe we can get him to bet some of his Spanish treasure. Finds. Well, apparently he has <laughs> found thousands of rings. Right. That's right. What he said he's not. He's not bragging at all. No. He's not patting himself on the back. Uh. Uh-uh. That's a little bit later in the war room, but you know he's. It was really funny how he's like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. I found Thousands Ring, but this one's different. This one has me stumped. Yeah. Yeah, pretty funny. And so Marty commented how small the ring was. Uh Right. And um, I've seen some people's ideas, on, Uh like one on Facebook, where it could have been like a pinky ring. Yeah. Because back in the day, they would wear pinky rings and you know you like if you kiss the pinky ring or mm-hmm. if it it could have like a some kind of you know uh, what do they call it when they uh do a wax seal on like something oh yeah i see what, what you're called? saying i couldn't tell you when uh, when it's stamped yeah like but with wax you know and mm-hmm. they can like imprint a uh design on it they could they, that's yeah. something that could have been done with the ring you know you can imprint into the wax, the pattern of the, mm-hmm. on the ring. So, so you're saying that ring, like if you were going to seal an envelope, maybe could you be. pour the wax on you and you're like, this is my symbol. It could be. Kind of like, you know, well, you probably don't know because I did it. No. Uh, sent out our wedding invitations. Yeah, I wasn't Did like the in wax that. seal <laughs> and then the stamp yeah. with like yeah. the W. Yep. Okay. Well, similar idea. That would have been a way to stamp an envelope back in the day and. If you send a lot of mail, why not keep a... Well, not just stamp, but like seal it. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So, well, it's kind of like a stamp, but yeah, yeah, you're sealing it. And so when your letter is received, you know, nobody's looked at it because the seal Uh is not broken. Yeah. Right? Kind of deal. So that seal, you know who it's from. Yeah. It could have been something like that, or it could have just been a woman's ring, Mm -hmm. you know, but uh, we have seen a couple of these rings pop up on like Facebook pages, Uh you know, of people that have like... It's basically the same ring, mm-hmm. right? And I remember reading about one of them, and uh, like in the post, it said, "Yeah, I got this ring about forty years ago from my mother." Um, and then I read some comments, and uh, I think the person didn't know when their mother received it, mm-hmm. so it could have been very, very old. Don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a lot is known about uh, this ring, and as far as those comments go. I, you know, those the people that had them, or that woman at least that mm-hmm. had that ring, didn't know anything about it. Yeah, and her mother passed away, so she can't ask the mother anything. Mm-hmm. So don't it's, know mystery. You know, yeah, unless you have some kind of paper trail, if you will, that or 
like written records of mm-hmm. who, what, when, where, and why, then it it's it's just hard. I think we also noticed because they put it under the microscope. Yeah, is what looks to be like a repair, maybe. Yeah, done in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were different types of metal. Um, yeah. So. Um, the ring that was on Facebook looked like it had a repair in the back too, just almost just like it. Mm-hmm. So don't know. It's a common place for a repair, especially if it's a softer metal or um, how what's mentioned later in the episode for resizing. So maybe a portion was taken out to expand the ring for someone when it was passed down, or it could then been repaired to be made smaller. Um, I know I don't know if they used to do this you know, way back in the day. But uh, for me, the first thing I thought of with the back and it looked like a heavier reinforcement also could have just been them adding some type of reinforcement in the back of the ring. So those who work with their hands a lot um, and wear, say, gold rings, softer metal, they're going to wear out the back of their band rather quickly. You know, a mason maybe or like mechanics have that my father uh, was a machinist he used to just tear through the back of his rings with his hands so you'd get extra metal added on or what i've also seen is having the metal added on just as a weight to keep it from spinning so it stays on the bottom of your hand so there's a lot of different reasons this ring could have been repaired or had metal added the way it was just just my two cents is that why you got me a what was it tungsten yeah ring mm-hmm. so like so i wouldn't tear through it yeah because <laughs> i have i, I would like mm-hmm. you know i work with my hands a lot mm-hmm. so. yeah it's gold is notorious for doing that and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons i think a lot of people besides the expense moved away from gold men's rings because they just wear around on that back and then they twist a lot. And if there's a decorative design on top, you don't want to keep twisting yeah. that. So yeah. makes tons of sense. Not so. that it adds anything to the treasure story, but you know, I like to speculate. You like to speculate. That's what we do. Hey, so the the woman that has the ring that mm-hmm. I saw on Facebook, uh, she got it from her mother. Her mother, it may have been in the family for you know 200 years for all we know. Yeah. It could have been something she found at a flea market. It we have no been. idea. Mm-hmm. And so it could have been, you know, the person that sold at the flea market had it for 200 years or that family or whatever. So it, mm-hmm. it, who knows? We just don't know. That's just it. We don't know. Nobody knows if it's been within a family, stayed yeah. within a family. I mean, that's a long time to hang on to something. Yeah, but finding a ring on Oak Island is a big deal. That's treasure. Yeah. They found treasure. So and and in the swamp, which was an area of interest. It wasn't too far from where that uh coin came out in mm-hmm. season one. Yeah. Right. And that was a Spanish coin. Mm-hmm. Um they think this could be a Spanish design. Exactly. Yeah, we get to that a little bit later too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marty commented, you know, or sorry, not Marty, but uh Gary said that people did have smaller hands back in the day. So mm-hmm. You know, rings would probably be a little bit smaller. Why, why were their hands smaller? Did they work with their hands more and they were, like, fit? No, it's because uh, nowadays, I, I, I don't, I'm not a scientist, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, I know. We we eat a lot uh, more Nuh-uh. stuff that's, like, processed. We yeah. uh, we drink milk. You know, milk yeah. wasn't, like, a normal that's true. thing, you know, back in the 1700s mm-hmm. that people would, they couldn't get it in the mass quantities we can now. And so we're just bigger people. We're we're all on steroids. <laughs> no, because like the average height of a man back then was probably uh-huh. like five foot five. Now uh-huh. it's getting close to six feet tall. You know, we're true. just bigger people now. Mm-hmm. So. We're we're mammoths now. Yeah. Yep. So we're bigger. And our hands got bigger with <laughs> our us. Hands got bigger. Yep. Yep. So uh, Kelly Barasa looks mm-hmm. at it and he says that he believes it's partly made of silver. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marty wants to know who the last person was to wear it. You know, what's the story behind the ring? He recommends sending it to pr- Professor. Luton Brain. Mm-hmm. We uh, met him last season. Yes. And because uh, t- he's a ge- gemologist, yep. a jewelry expert, and they want him to take a look at it. So um, I thought they were going to send it to him or have there, but mm-hmm. I guess they just took pictures. Yeah. Like must have been some pretty detailed pictures, close ups, every angle, so mm-hmm. they can see what's going on with it. But yeah, probably yeah. the best, well, the quickest way 
in order a to not lose it and b to be able to get the information to him yeah for sure and so gary tells uh or marty tells gary that uh that he needs to take his hole digger back out there and find some more stuff his yeah. hole digger being rick that's like marty's sign off okay go go get back to work that's really cool get get back to work mm -hmm. true that Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, continuing on with the ring because we're going to follow the we're, path of the the fellowship of the ring here. Yeah, we're currently following the ring story, and then we'll get to the money pit story. The ring story is the most important story. Well, it's the one that the episode's named after. Well, who cares? Yeah, that's great. Who cares? Not they care. I'm, I'm just saying, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, is I, the best movie ever made. So okay, you need to watch it with me. Okay, not I'm not talking about the Hobbit. Okay, okay, yeah. that never ends. Sure. All right. So we have more about the ring when they go to the war room mm -hmm. to discuss because they do a teleconference with Professor mm -hmm. Luton Brain, right? Yep. And uh, what goes on? Well, Doug's there, Billy's there, Rick's there, Jack's there, Gary's there, Dave's there, Steve. It's a party. Yeah. In the war room. Well, I'm just glad we got some Billy this episode. Even though Billy. he didn't say anything, you know, we didn't have, get any excavator work. So uh -huh. it's good to be hanging out, you know. Seriously, since Miss Coe's a bit. You know, wrapped up. Yeah. Well, he's been doing some stuff in the swamp, but um, yes, yeah, it's, it's good to see Billy still like, you know, in the fold. Of course. Even though he's not well, he's going anywhere. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. So um, Charles. Yes. yes. His, you know, his full name. Yes. And uh, they, let me see here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have a typo. I'm like, what the heck did I write here? So, I wrote 30 tests, but he has 30 years experience in gemology and he's a master goldsmith. Over 30 so, years. Over 30. Third goldsmith. I mean, it's pretty hardcore. That is hardcore. Would you want to be a goldsmith? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I'll do. Uh, Deidre wanted to be everything growing up. I so. still want to be everything and I'm not <laughs> grown up yet. So take that. Yeah. Okay. You probably I'm want to be an Olympic gold trade. medalist at some point too, right? That'd be great. I don't know why I could do. Curling. Okay. <laughs> why not? I'm all about like learn a new skill. Yeah. Well, I mean, curling is like the one that you don't have to be in like great, like super good shape. That's but, perfect hey, for me. Those are still athletes. Oh, I'm yeah. not taking away anything from curlers. Oh, I'm yeah. But <laughs> you don't have to be like, I don't need to go run a six minute mile right now or anything no. so that's good yeah. i can stand upright on skates there you go i don't you don't i don't even think they use skates really i feel I like <laughs> if you don't have skates you're gonna fall well they have these special socks that grip a gripper socks yeah. no one told me there was gripper yeah. socks involved i'm i'm there i could be wrong i don't know you all right are, let's keep going i think you're wrong all right they show uh professor luton brand the swamp found ring or the ring found in the swamp there's a flashback of the last time they met with professor luton brain yeah. that's the moment that we always hold dear near and dear to our hearts because it gave deja her favorite clot worthy moment of it all does time. the secret, secret recipe recipes written, written in code, code. you know yeah. that's her favorite one and so uh gary is over there like i said he was bragging about the thousands of rings he found yes but he says this one's different. The professor says that the ring is old, says it's likely repaired twice, mm -hmm. wants to make it larger and wants to make it smaller. And he thinks that it might be bronze or high grade copper with silver. Mm -hmm. And that the silver is kind of gone. Like what's in between would be silver because they, uh, you know, it, it's kind of been in the swamp and it's deteriorated away. Mm -hmm. uh, he also mentions with the floral design that it looks more handmade or chiseled, but and not done with a saw blade, which helps us try to date it mm -hmm. uh, just because the tactics, the well, tactics isn't the word, the way that they made the ring would have changed over to saw blades at a certain point mm -hmm. instead of chiseling them, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause they would have used a different technique is what you're looking for. That's the word. Yeah. It's all right. I got gotcha. you. I'm looking for, I sent you something. Um, I thought I did about how um, the, the flower design mm -hmm. was kind of like a Knights Templar 
Mm-hmm. Um, you symbol. talked about the flower of life or yeah, the... I just don't remember. I'm looking, I'm trying to find it now, but I, I don't, I can't find it. My, the information I sent you, mm-hmm. but it's something to think about. Cause who knows? I mean, could it be Templar? Gary hopes so. I'm not rolling it out yet, but uh, yeah, I, go ahead. But Gary agrees now that professor Luton brains pointed out. It does look very much like a, a Spanish type of design. Yeah. And they're in agreement. There was also the Spanish coin in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Good connection. So there's definitely a good connection there. Uh, I, I'm really curious if they're going to send it off for a laser ablation test or. Is that only lead? I don't know. I, don't know I would assume they could do it with other I'm sure metals. Could, I am yeah. also not a scientist, so there is my <laughs> disclosure. Yeah. Well, whatever the des- whatever test they can do to it, they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So believe you me. Believe you me. Yeah, I guess so, I shall do that then. Yeah. So it looked like it's prior to 1730, at least, you know, mm-hmm. upon first, first glance. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, is that all they did with the, uh, with the, the ring? ring? I believe so. I'm just double checking. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is. So yep, that's it. Hey, the ring, cool find. You don't find a ring on Oak Island every day. Nope. Keep up the good work, Gary. Keep up. And your little digger buddy. And your little digger buddy. Yeah. So Rick's now a digger buddy. Exactly. He's, He's not the leader. Isn't it like, take me to your leader? When he takes him to himself? Yeah. No. Sure, why not? He's a digger. He's the lucky digger. He's the lucky digger. All right. So money pit. Lots of stuff happening. Okay. You want to yes. talk about it? Well, yeah. We're not going to ignore the money pit. Yeah. So we arrive at the money pit at the beginning of the episode with Rick, Gary, Scott. Uh-huh. And then we had ROC, uh-huh. Rock Equipment. And we had Irving Equipment Limited. Yep. They were all present. And the caisson had reached 50 feet deep at that point. Okay. They were digging through the remains of the head and shaft. Uh-huh. And man, if people make fun, like make jokes about them finding wood... They found a lot of wood today. So much but wood. But it was more modern wood. Yeah. And they knew it. They knew what they were going through and they knew exactly what they were hitting. They were not like, I think they were excited to be in that spot, but they weren't like, oh man, let me go and test this wood or whatever. Cause that's not the priority. They know what they found. Mm-hmm. Because they knew they were in the head and shaft and were kind of following that wall down. Mm-hmm. What's nice is they do know exactly where they're at. Mm-hmm. They can, yeah, obviously it's on the map and they know exactly what they're looking at. So following it down, it's going to be a little slower going because they hit so much wood, mm-hmm. so much wood, lots of hammer grabbing. I made a note that as the hammer grab is pulling stuff out, it's putting in its putting it in its own U-shaped structure because they have these <laughs> uh, cement like barriers yeah. and they're all in U-shapes for the different... Uh, depths it's on brand they might as well i I, that's what i figured i was like look u-shaped structures yeah cool it just it made me happy to see (laughs) the engineering that's funny oh that was the first thing i noticed in Mm -hmm. like the opening scene u-shaped structures you didn't shout it out when we're watching it so no i shouted it in my brain in your brain brain. (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh cool yeah so yeah they were going through they were looking through those uh, spoils, but I mean, they weren't like looking through those spoils. You know, they the it was below all that stuff is when they really started uh, getting through it with a fine tooth comb, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're like we were saying, they already knew mm-hmm. what was above. Gary was saying they could have a chance at the shiny gold thing. Mm. Could they? Could they? He was pretty yeah. excited about yeah, that. They, they were getting closer and closer. And Rick's uh, thinks that they're very close to finding the original money pit. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, that's good. Then there was like a little clotworthy flashback about the uh, 1626 carbon dated testing wood that they found earlier this season. Mm-hmm. And then there was, um, I, I wrote here, so much wood coming out of the hole. Oh, yeah. So much wood. Yeah. Uh, Rick really wants to find a piece of wood um, that looks super old so they can send it off for dendro mm-hmm. testing. And Scott says he can have the wood. He'll take the gold. <laughs> okay, Dave. <laughs> no, that- not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's like, okay, Dave, even though, you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, they both laughed because Scott. Because that's f- funny. Oh, I wrote Scott made a funny. He did make a funny. Good, Good job, Scott. Scott. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Way to make a funny. <laughs> 
Yeah. So then we go to the next section of the money pit where Rick mm-hmm. and Craig are approaching to the site to join Terry Matheson to check on the borehole OC one progress. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Danny, the pirate, Danny, the pirate. Arr! We should explain how Danny became Danny, the pirate. All right. So Danny is from rock equipment. Uh-huh. He's, um, he shows up. With I think Vanessa. He, he, I think he's Vanessa's right hand man, mm-hmm, most likely. Right? And so he's up there, you know, doing his thing with the oscillator, and you know, he's one. I think he coordinates a lot of this stuff too. Yep. And it's just funny. Last season, he did a when they what they find. They're <laughs> pulling up some kind of big, huge like beam or Log, something, right? Like yeah, it was yeah. Huge and he's like, out. look at that one, Arr! or something, because <laughs> he's so excited yeah, as he, it comes out. It was pretty funny, and so we've always uh, lovingly yes. called him Danny the Pirate ever since because he sounded like he he sounded like a pirate exactly, or at least and what you think a pirate would sound. On like. our next week on, we got another glimpse of Danny the Pirate going. Arr! Yeah, he was pretty excited. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like his inner soul is a pirate. His spirit animal is yeah. a pirate. Perfect. His spirit animal is a pirate. And Humans are animals too, okay, everybody? Yes. Yeah. I don't think go. anybody's going to debate you <laughs> on that. We we concur. Yeah. Well, Danny explains where they're at and uh-huh. what, what's going on. Rick asks to be told if there's anything strange happening. Uh, you know, like, let me know if there's any increased pressure. Let me yeah. know, you know, this or that. And so um, we had a, a new animation because what was going to happen next they were finally going to get below all that head and shaft stuff mm-hmm. uh, they were going to move on to doing stuff with the wash plant so mm-hmm. there was like a new wash plant animation mm-hmm. that was pretty neat yeah good old wash plant i haven't seen the hms wash plant all year i know so. i'm glad to see it come back except for where was captain jack i know captain jack begley is the captain of the hms wash plant so maybe he just had that day off <laughs> okay when you work at Oak Island, you don't get a day off, Jack. That's true. Go back to work. Yeah. That's what your uncle would say. Yeah, you only get to sleep in uncle? the research center once Okay, maybe not uncle. He's not Marty's not his oh, uncle. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's like adoptive. <laughs> yeah, adoptive uncle. Uncle kind of. Maybe. I wonder if he does call him hey Uncle Marty. I, well, I, right? I'm guessing he doesn't. He should. I got 10 bucks on no. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, Gary joins him. He's doing mm-hmm. his metal detecting thing, you know, going over the spots that they've pulled stuff out. Yeah. They... what the target depth is where mm-hmm. they get to the good stuff mm-hmm. is his quote. Yeah. So they say that currently they're at 105 mm-hmm. at that point and another five feet or so, give or take, is where they're expected to find some good stuff. Yep. Terry describes the sand that was found was from the head and backfill. And so Gary picks up a couple of wedges he finds and Mm -hmm. Terry found one as well. And, you know, it's just, they're finding some, they, they're not exactly, I don't think expecting to find these things, but they're not like out of the ordinary for what they're looking through. Right. Yeah. They're just, I mean, the wedges for them were a little different. So it makes sense to send them aside. Okay. Let's, who knows? Maybe this will be. Important. Yeah, but it's hidden stuff. So it's like, yeah. it's just stuff that they didn't maybe necessarily expect to see, but it's mm-hmm. not surprising to see. Yes. Yeah. So um, let me get back to my notes here. Then we've got. Uh, well, Alex, Marty, and Doug end up joining oh, yes. everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty points out the bigger flat pieces uh, would be great for Dendro. Dendrochronology. Yes. Yeah. But he says dendro. Yeah. So I'm going with that. Yeah. Well, I'm just throwing the word out there again. Mm, okay. I just like to prove I have a big vocabulary. <laughs> Marty, or at least I could say a couple big words. Okay. Marty says they're the ones that he calls half logs. Yeah. They're like uh, sawed on two sides. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like flat on two and not on the other. Yeah. So he wants to cut pieces of those off, you know, for the testing to get the age. Uh-huh. Uh, but. Yeah, they didn't like they didn't like hammer that home so hard to make us think that those could be a big deal. So mm-hmm. I'm not they didn't you know. hammer grab it home. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, Doug joined them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a large metal object appears in the hammer grab. Yeah, huge. Yeah. So that was for viewers, probably unexpected. You know, we saw it, we saw it like on the next time on last week, but I mean we don't know about all the ongoings of Oak Island mm-hmm. over the past hundred years like they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I, I think they saw it. They probably were shocked at the, for a moment, but then they knew exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, Rick said a little bit, I believe it was Rick that had said a little bit later. We expected to at least see part of the shield, maybe the clip it, but this what, was kind what of shield. 
the head and shield. The head and shield. Which is an awesome term. And yep. mm -hmm. he said, but we got a lot of it. Yeah, the head and shield was something that was installed to protect the uh, from cave-ins mm -hmm. and to like keep the water out. Yep. And it's just pieces of metal that were put around uh, all four sides of this mm -hmm. shaft. Yeah, at the bottom. Yep. So um, as that's happening, there is a sighting of the of Gerhardt equipment. Of course. Um, a truck back there with Billy's name on it. So the Billy sighting. Mm -hmm. That was a Billy sighting, yes. <laughs> it's like Where's Waldo, but not Where's Billy? Where's <laughs> Billy's stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Rick said they expected to, you know, find the shield. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick heads over to the wash plant to meet up with Paul Troutman, mm -hmm. Steve, Scott, Charles, and two other guys. We don't know who they are. No. I They're was guessing workers. they were from choice and they didn't want to go home so they put them on the wash plant okay there's two little worker bees out there well i was kind of taking note of how long like the conveyor belt was mm -hmm. for them to search through i was like geez they got a lot of people on there just i, I guess it keeps anything from going missing that Makes you, sense. you don't want to miss something one pair of eyes is not reliable enough for all that stuff going by what happens when you pick something up to look at it well you're missing all the rest exactly so. you gotta have multiple sets of eyes yep so it's a uh, pretty important pretty important stuff all right paul lets rick know that they found some pottery some glass mm -hmm. and, but they have not had an aha moment yet and you know what? i was like what we used to get really excited about pottery or glass or whatever yeah you know why wouldn't we still like mm -hmm. if what is it doing 100 and you know 10 feet below the surface you know mm -hmm. unless it's something that head and dropped in there and that's it and they're not i don't know like what what yeah why aren't they excited about that i was thinking about this so um i was i follow some hashtags on the mm -hmm. instagram one of mm -hmm. them being buried treasure but uh people i guess go bottle hunting this sounds i had never heard of it but they just find like oodles of buried bottles and like old, old stuff, bottles and ceramic. And they're all in the same place. I'm like, is this a dump site? Like, why are people burying all these bottles on top of each other? Mm -hmm. But they pull them out and clean them up. And if they're kept whole, they sell them because mm -hmm. these bottles don't exist anymore and people like to use them in their home decor and they make money off of them yep and i'm just like whoa is this one of those places that everybody buried their bottles and now we've got all this glass not that coming deep. up not that deep <laughs> like... so you know it's funny you say that because i was watching a different history channel show last yeah. week called uh pawn stars i don't yep. know if you ever heard of it yeah definitely but they a guy came in with a couple old bottles to sell them mm -hmm. um and they're just old glass bottles that were like one of them, I think was a hair tonic or something mm -hmm. from, you know, 18 something, yep. you know, 1800s. But he only got like $25 for both the bottles. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I feel like being so old, it might be worth more than that. But, you know, maybe the pawn shop's going to make, you know, 200 bucks off of them or something. Even if they make $50 off of them, I who knows how many he has. Like if you found... 20 of these bottles just buried in the ground but the ones i'm seeing people are finding just way beyond that in numbers all buried wow. like, why are why are these bottles buried and where can i find some <laughs> well that's called buried treasure and they're not going to tell you where they're buried treasure i know is, okay i i gotta know about this bottle hunting thing it, it's a whole new world to me mm. a whole if you want to go do world. it <laughs> if you want to go do it go do it I don't know if I'm going to be joining you. That you're doesn't no excite fun. me very much. Well, you're just no fun. Besides social fun. isolation, I'm sure <laughs> there's... There's what? That Actually, I don't know. There's probably yeah. nobody where the bottles need to be dug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. All right, so back to the wash plant. Then yes. we had Rick standing there. He just, like, put his hand on it and, like, spread, you know, smoothed it all out. Spread it out a little bit. Yeah. He's just... Uh, Kind of in his element there, though, too. I just, I could feel him. He's like, you know, channeling his power. Yeah, he's trying to find that one thing. He's feeling for the energy of he's the island. He's feeling for the one thing. Yeah. Well, I think Paul found a one thing and showed it to Rick. Yeah, he found, uh, well, Paul's bone was found. <laughs> so there's a bone that was found at a depth of about 120 feet. Mm -hmm. And it could be human. It could be. Is it? 
I, what do you think? I don't know. What do you know? What, but what do you think? I'm kind of on the fence. It's big, and mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's an animal. But mm -hmm. then, why would there be an animal down there that far? Why would there be a human? So what's what's this bone called? Arm bone. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's that bone. Okay. I think it's a, a human. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think it's a human. I. I'm leaning towards human. I'm just trying to speculate. Could it be something else? Could it be? It could. Maybe. But with a bone being that big and it being hollowed out, you know, it's got to have some marrow in there. So it's. But we'll get some testing done on it. Yeah. No Paul doubt about it. Paul says he's got to test it. Mm -hmm. Well, when he when he showed it to Rick, Rick said, oh, baby. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, he was pretty excited about human remains. So. Yeah. Well, it was pretty thick, like you said, but then they had like this little side interview where Rick, uh, he kind of lowered his expectations mm -hmm. and said, uh, he's not going to say that it's human, but uh, and none of us are qualified to. Yeah. None of us are qualified to, but they are near H8. So this could be an aha, aha, aha moment. Aha. Yeah. Do you remember aha from the eighties? Well. Take I was going to start singing me. that. I was like, wait, if it's Take the wrong song, me. then. I like to sing that song karaoke. I can't, oh, really I, hit know. The, I can't really hit the high note though. It sounds pretty bad, but it's, it's fun. It's okay. I won't tell. Then we decided uh, Paul was probably the best at karaoke. So Paul, I, I bet, bet you, you he can sing that one and hit I the high note. I bet you Paul would be the best at karaoke. Mm -hmm. yeah. I would love to go karaoke with Paul someday. someday. I bet you, I bet you anything. He would sing some weird owl with me. Uh, I bet you he would. I, I bet he would. Weirdo. Mm -hmm. We'll do Yoda. At least that's one that you like, right? Yeah. If I have to pick one, then I'll go with Yoda. There you go. All right. More yeah. Money Pit. More Money Pit. What else is going on there? Uh, let's see here. Mark, we kind of flash back over away from the wash plant and come back to Marty being over there saying they should be below the head and shaft now. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they're checking the spoils. And Terry finds something interesting. What does Terry find? He finds what seems to be the top or bottom of a barrel or a mm. keg. Yeah, um, that was pretty impressive. You know, that's pretty cool. Like, that wasn't something I was expecting him mm -mm. to find. What would that be doing that deep below? Like, because um, Terry also said that they're in uh, situ, right? In Yeah, in situ <laughs> soil. Yeah, so nobody has touched this stuff. And... They find that down there? Like, somebody was down there at some point. Yeah. They're, that doesn't just, like, teleport into the middle of uh, the money pit down there. So how does it get down there? Uh, that's what Craig asks. And What's that doing down yeah, there? Yeah, who who put it down there? You know, then we get into all of Rick's questions. So who, what, when, where, why, how. Oh, duh. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Stuff we'll never get the answers to. At they least all right, not right now. call it a keg. A, a what? A keg. Yeah, okay. Like, okay. I thought I heard I thought I heard cake. I'm like, mm, it's not a cake. Cake. You can have your cake and eat it too, okay? I will, thank you. <laughs> okay, so yes, a keg. So I keep thinking keg party. <laughs> okay. So they also use kegs to just store goods in. No. And, if all the and, guys... and according to Greg, uh, Greg, Greg, according to Gary, <laughs> also treasure. <laughs> yes. Uh I mean, we've seen some pirate movies. They also stored gunpowder. And them boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been watching Lost. Yep. And they uh they had like this old pirate ship that mm -hmm. were in the last season and it just got blowed up. Spoiler alert. Got blowed up. Yeah. And it had uh, I think it had kegs of gunpowder or in that's probably there, right? how they blew up the ship in the swamp. Yeah. It was actually boom. black rock. <laughs> but they yeah, so what, does Doug what say I want to know. Mm -hmm. First off, is this Terry's keg? <laughs> <laughs> it is Terry's keg. And is it full of beer? And what kind? <laughs> uh, so, Terry, here's the deal. I need to know. <laughs> if this is your keg, what are you filling it with? Well, the problem is it's just like a piece of wood. <laughs> it doesn't hold any volume. <laughs> Sorry. I said if. So mm. if he maybe he's going to finish it with all the other wood that they found, you know, maybe some hand-hewn pieces into his own <laughs> custom keg, and it's going to be Terry's bar. And, and I mean, grill? unless he doesn't like beer, and maybe grill? it's his juice. Oh, 
Sure. But and it's grill. bar and grill, right? Yeah. Cool. He can uh, go hand in hand with mug and anchor. They could do like a <laughs> two for one or something. Surf and turf. Mm-hmm. Except right. for keg and cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Doug says that it matches the original an, an original treasure cash story. Yeah, I thought of, that was cool. Yeah, of a guy that grabs the top of a keg and runs. Mm-hmm. Run, run. It, but he had mentioned it because I was like, what story is he talking about? From going under, from underneath, right? Yeah. Until they got flooded in. Like they were digging underneath the money pit. Mm-hmm. And then they got, they triggered the booby trap or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they got started to get flooded in and they got out. But that was one piece that he had one of the guys had brought up with him or something mm-hmm. to that effect. Yeah, he had grabbed something weird um, when they went to try to run out from it being flooded. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I I mean, that, that was good info for me. I felt full of knowledge, if you will. <laughs> that's all this show does is fill us full of knowledge. Whether <laughs> that's it, it's huh? uh, useful or useless, <laughs> you know. And keep us on the edge of our seats. Well, they yeah, they keep us excited, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so they're not sure if the thing is a, a searcher thing or a depositor thing, but I guarantee you whatever testing they can do on it, they're going to do. Of course. Uh, they began searching at, uh, they were about 147 feet deep. Mm-hmm. They found a, another chunk of wood and a beam that looked like it was hand-hewn. So yeah, older. that's probably another piece that they're going to do some dendro on, right? Mm-hmm. Below the head-in level, all good things. Mm-hmm. And then I noted uh, Billy with his green hard hat. Of course. You didn't even... I was like, oh, look, it's Billy. Like, uh-huh. I didn't see Billy. Yeah, it's because he was wearing a hard hat. Yeah. Nobody sees Billy wearing a hard hat. Well, he was there. So. It's just it's just weird. They said, Billy, if you're going to be on set today, sorry, you got to wear a hard hat. But of course, it's green. It is green. Naturally. Yeah. We need to get him a little, like, could it be an Oak Island podcast sticker to put on his hard hat? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. And the other sticker should say hashtag Team Billy, and he can just wear it around. Promote and, himself. Yeah. yeah. And then the hashtag Team Billy will take off. Hmm. I like it. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, uh, they're doing some more hammer grabs and they're not as full as they were earlier. You know, they start uh, picking up less and less stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary isn't even getting a squeak on his metal detector searching through all the spoils. Poor Gary. He's sad. Danny, the pirate shows up and he says at, at about 158 feet that they're about to hit the bedrock mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to do one more hammer grab because Craig requests it. Yep. And it turns up empty and we're yeah. all sad. Everybody's, sad that's really bummer because it's the big old giant eight foot case on Mm -hmm. over the spot they think it's the money pit and then they well at least very close because we know head in went down and over right so we were thinking some stuff would have come in but my thought is that i think the down and over was somebody else uh did you watch the animation should watch the animation i'm sure because they were going to come underneath it yeah Hey, I just, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of There's so places many where I don't, well, where I don't pay attention properly, I guess, even though I take meticulous notes. My notes are like really long. And I, I want to apologize for uh, calling Aaron Taylor, Alex Taylor last week, because Deidre was right and I was wrong. I am so glad that it's recorded. Whoops. Yeah. But he, he literally threw like a little fit because I was calling him the wrong name. I wasn't throwing a fit. I was just oh, like, you totally I think did. you're wrong. But... Don't listen to the previous episode. And we settled on calling him something else because we had different <laughs> names written down. Yeah. Well, you were right. Oh, yeah. I apologize to me, Aaron. To me. You apologize no, to me I don't, I don't for have saying to apologize I was wrong. To you. Okay. Why would I apologize to you? Because I was right the entire time and you fought I, with me. I tell you, I'm sorry for everything else all day long, every day. This is one thing I don't think I'm sorry about. Not, not but, to you. But anyway. you say you're, you're sorry. I'm sorry to him. There's no reason to say you're sorry. Because this I, is a sorry moment. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So, Anyways. Yeah. So Rick then has this little side of interview where he's explaining where he thinks maybe the money shift or the money shift, the money pit has shifted over time. Or the contents of the money pit. Yeah. It says just because we found the money pit location doesn't mean the stuff is still there it could be elsewhere mm-hmm. well, where else can it be well it's still going to be in the same area yeah, okay I'm... there's been 
it's just like the ground is gonna shift well right plus yeah we have two i i mean one island two islands yeah well you have all these people digging in this spot mm -hmm. and taking earth out so it's gonna be a hodgepodge and unstable down there at some points it might not be unstable right now but mm -hmm. you know maybe 50 years ago when nobody's or maybe 60 years ago whenever mm -hmm. before dan blankenship took over and maybe even before that who knows what happened it could have like had an underground collapse mm -hmm. that nobody noticed and things shipped over who yeah, the heck knows that doesn't even have to do with the other collapse that we do know about mm -hmm. and then flooding and all these different things since we don't know yet where the back door is if your back door had like a tunnel leading into said place and that's all hollowed out, could have gotten sucked in through there too. Swamp. Mm -hmm. Back door swamp. Swamp door. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully we see. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. I have faith. All right. So they, they take a field trip. That's a very not far field trip, like very close by field trip. A field trip on the island. <laughs> Two. To Dan, what was Dan Blankenship's house? Yes. So that's Rick, Dave, and Doug. Mm -hmm. And they talked to Linda Flowers. That's Dave's sister. Yep. And Dan's daughter. Mm -hmm. And she's the custodian of Dan's house now. Yep. She lives there. And she gives them permission to go through Dan's files. Mm -hmm. So they head down to Dan's office. Which yeah, and looks, Rick yeah. is such a gentleman, right? Oh, yes. He's like, ladies first. And then he, then he offers assistance to Dave. You know, he's just like, you know, trying to make sure everybody gets down there safe. And mm -hmm. what a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Uh, they like to poke at each other. <laughs> um, so they go check out Dan's office. They You go in, there's just so many files, so many boxes. Lots of file cabinets, yeah. Things are sure. everywhere. I, I noticed that Doug says, okay, do you want to start with maps? Do you want to start with you know, documents, like he wants to go in kind of a systematic order. And Rick's like, just grab a box. <laughs> I was, and my thought was, I bet you Doug is thinking, no, <laughs> like, I bet you there's a gif of his mind, like freaking out, maybe like an OCD thing or because he's a researcher, he, you know, he's got a system and Rick's like, oh, there's a nugget everywhere. Let's just start looking at whatever. <laughs> Here, grab a box. Yeah. Who? that would be rough on me. Yeah. I feel you, Doug. It's, I, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, before they actually start digging in, Rick has like this little side interview where he mm -hmm. says that uh, there isn't a day that goes by that he doesn't think of Dan Blankenship. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a sweet little moment. It is he a thinks sweet that, moment. Everybody feels that way that works there. I have so. no doubt. I have no doubt, too. So uh, Rick says it's a bit overwhelming uh, because uh, Dan isn't there mm -hmm. and because the volume of stuff they have to go through. And uh, Doug then finds that map that he, ha he hasn't seen it before, apparently. Because okay. Doug is systematic and mm -hmm. thinks, how do I find an X? I find a map. He I'm found, starting he, with maps. He found a map. and uh, But... That scene ended with Dave saying, now we're cooking. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Then they move on to the research center to mm -hmm. really, they need to nail down a spot for a case on. Yeah. Rick says, before you leave this room, we need a spot. We so need basically a spot. they've been locked in. They locked the door. Pick a spot. Pick a spot. Yeah. So, uh, they go to do that. They look at this map that Doug had found mm -hmm. and the ones that it was in Dan's records. Yep. And it was made by um, the, a partner of Frederick Blair and Gilbert Hedden. Mm -hmm. You know, those are two people we hear a lot about on the show. Exactly. We haven't really heard about Irwin Hamilton. He's a professor of engineering at New York university and he and his men worked to research 20, more than 20 previously constructed shafts mm -hmm. and he made a survey grid with his findings. I bet you Steve loved that. Oh yeah. But stepping back mm -hmm. over 20 shafts. So yeah. we're saying, where did the stuff in the money pit go? We at least know there's 20 sets of holes in the ground. That's going to shift stuff around. I'm yep. just throwing it out there. 
makes it tough. Makes mm -hmm. it tough. Yeah, I'm sure Steve loved it because they also point out, well, Doug does, that it's to scale. Yeah. You can plot this then, right? He's yeah. like, here, get to work. Here's your homework. Yep. And uh, the thing that they want to find is shaft six. Mm -hmm. It's a shaft from 1850. It was supposed to have been filled up and could potentially have items in it from uh, a possible debris field of the treasure chamber. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. But no one knows if this treasure chamber is a thing. Yeah. Steve's went on to say something like uh, he said that the information that they're finding is pushing them towards one area. Yeah. He keeps saying it and he's holding his hands up in a circle like mm -hmm. it keeps bringing us to this one area. But, you know, it's it's bigger than eight feet, mm -hmm. you know, our circle. Well, we need to tighten our circle down to eight feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rick says we need to tighten the circle. Yeah. Well, uh, he wants them to find shaft six so they can triangulate where the next caisson is going to go and mm -hmm. cross our fingers. Yeah. You know, all they could do is do the best educated guess that they can get mm -hmm. with all the information they have. And, you know, they thought they had it with this last one, but maybe it's the next one, right? Yeah, there's a lot of research that goes into this. Like, wow. Yep. And then they, the uh, next note I have says, it's the start of another hope-filled day on Oak Island. <laughs> so Not an unhopeful field. Yeah, we day. got Irving equipment, rock equipment. They're back. Charles, Scott, Gary, Jack, Rick, Doug, and Dan Hensky. It's a party. They're all hanging out. Mm -hmm. There's a new shaft that they're going to... A new borehole that they're yep. going to be working on and it's called 8a it's 20 feet southwest of borehole oc1 and charles says that uh wow i don't know what he says because i wrote like four numbers here that i don't know what they okay, mean okay so charles says that yeah. we're going to be slowing down around the 90 to 100 foot mm -hmm. mark and get real serious because yeah. that's where we're expecting to see something thank you for you're welcome vanessa was like okay kind of what are the depths we're really need to slow down and look mm -hmm. at because uh, you know those first few feet are kind of like just go for it just go mm -hmm. yeah well gary he felt really good mm -hmm. he's like i think we're gonna find something this time so i hope his I hope he has a good premonition about all this, right? I hope his toes are tingling and we get a gold dance by the mm -hmm, end of this. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick says that he hopes Gary's right. He mm -hmm. wants something to validate all the blood, sweat, and tears over the decades. Mm -hmm. We labored to an end uh, that everybody believed in. Mm -hmm. So and that's it. What else Charles had said, which you may have been wondering, was mm -hmm. that 1861 mm. is the last time they knew the location of the mm. money pit. Yeah, that's what I typed in, but it turned into because I was typing fast because mm. we were I was trying to take the notes while we were watching it and I, I wrote uh 2867. So oh. that'd be in the future. Maybe he uh, travels through time. Maybe he is a time traveler. <laughs> we know he's the keeper of secrets. That's right. Hey Charles had a birthday a couple days ago. Oh yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Charles. He's an April Fool's baby. <laughs> I feel like he's good at playing jokes or he hates them. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he likes um, to play them on other people. He hates it when they happen to him. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. So I something I noticed noted that Gary said that gave me a little chuckle mm -hmm. was that it's cool to be part of the world's largest smash and grab. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. It, it is. <laughs> that's a really good point. With 3 million people watching you do it every week. I know. Why not Pretty publicize good. your very large smash and grab? Totally. Okay. All right, then. So that's the end of this episode. Then yes. we have next time on The Curse oh, of Oak Island. Oh, man. Let's dissect that one. All right. So the first thing I have in my notes is Alex and Gary are working toward, uh, in the swamp, uh -huh. right? So they find something that looks like a cribbing spike, similar to what was found in Smith's Cove. Uh -huh. hmm. So they're about the same size. So that could be an indication of it was water before in the area. Mm -hmm. Maybe there was a dock or something just big built there. Could be. Something was built. Could it? It could. Be? It could. Yeah. Then they take it to Carmen Leg. You know him. Mm -hmm. He's our new favorite blacksmith. Always. He should have his own show. He should. Yeah. He should have a show with Billy. Like Billy does a digging and Carmen Leg renders the opinions. Right. 
be fun. I'm game for that. Yeah, and see, he says that uh, they were placed as booby traps. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. I'm thinking back to all the booby traps from like World War II and the caves and the mines, and but this obviously would have been older. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I wish I knew more about that. That that sounds very intriguing, but that's the hook. That's mm -hmm. what they want to they want you to wonder so that you tune in next I week. I want to learn right? about ancient booby traps now. That actually sounds like a really fascinating. All right. Watch the Goonies. Ancient. Yeah, that's ancient. Like archaic. Yeah, guess what? Those were set up by one-eyed Willie and his men, and that was from the 1700s. Okay, ancient. you know the Goonies is fiction, right? I mean, the place is like Astoria is real. It's close to mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. but there was booby traps in those tunnels. I seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> That's such a great reference. Just watch the Goonies. Yeah, just watch the Goonies. All right. So then we have the money pit. Uh -huh. They're pulling out big chunks of wood uh -huh. in the hammer grab. Yep. So and maybe uh -huh. they're on top of another shaft, apparently. Possibly. Vanessa saying they're cutting through something. Yeah. And then Danny starts celebrating. Yeah. Arr! He's, he's freaking boys. out. Uh, I love it. It, it. Excited Danny makes me excited. Yeah, somebody said that they could have found the money tunnel. That was a money tunnel? That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> money, money, money. Where, weren't we looking for that? Yeah, right? Right? Totally. And then uh, the, then they get a shot of the wash plant where mm -hmm. it looks like Jack is finally back. You know, Jack is in charge of his ship here. Exactly. He yeah. is captaining, but I didn't see any, like, yellow gordon fisherman's <laughs> get up which kind of made me sad yeah i, I want to I, I miss the old wash plant where he got filthy i know and you know where it was just a table with the table <laughs> in, the, in the fire hose <laughs> yeah and then marty like was in on it and you know maybe they'll bring out the old tables when <laughs> they've done so much digging and they still have a lot of spoils to get through so they've got the plant and we the could wash. only hope oh i know <laughs> I will come and wash spoils. All right. So, what happened on the in the wash plant there at the end? Well, it looks like Steve found something. Jack gets stoked mm -hmm. and says it looks like a hinge. An inch? An inch? Yeah. Could it be? Yeah. And he says that's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Second time he said that when this he year. is excited. That, I think, is his go-to now. You know when Jack is excited. Mm -hmm. right? Hey, uh, you were noting that uh looked like Steve was wearing like eight layers of clothes. Yeah. So Steve, like, he never wears a hat on yeah. the show, right? Yeah. And yeah. I always celebrate. I'm like, yay, thank you. I don't have to Photoshop your hair into, like, some type of, in the card or whatever. Trading cards. Exactly. Make, yeah. And he was wearing a hat. And I was like, who is that guy? <laughs> he, he, he must be crazy if that guy put a hat on i don't know i it, guess it must be cold out there. i bet you billy's wearing pants so it's got to be like october or november right yeah yeah because it's they have a nice summer in nova scotia mm -hmm. so i don't know i don't know, yeah, I don't it know must but been a very cold day that or they were like getting really wet so it was even colder mm-hmm yeah. Well, anyway, that's the episode. That is so the episode. Thanks for uh, listening to us do our uh, little spiel about it. Our little spiel. Hey, it was fun. I enjoyed it, but I think even next week's going to be even better. Mm-hmm. They're building up to a big crescendo. I think there's like four episodes left this season. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, that's a big deal. Plus, we have a couple of drilling downs mm -hmm. uh, that are not on the usual nights. Yep, we got a drilling down about francis bacon mm -hmm. i think it's called like the shakespeare connection or something and then we have one about the founding fathers of the mm -hmm. united states and how they could have played into the oak island yep. uh, lore and uh you know that's a big part of uh uh the theory the number one theory that was shared uh, just this last season mm -hmm. right? yeah that'll be interesting yeah to so dissect a bit further totally so um yeah let's move on to our next segment huh what's that Oh, it's clotworthy time. Is that where are you doing your clotworthy dance? Yeah, I'm doing my clotworthy hammered dance. So okay. So clotworthy moment. What 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 was the winner last week? So last week we had a couple of good choices. We had, mm -hmm. I believe, uh something between the walls and and a layer of rocks. And the layer of rocks. Okay. Yeah. So um what did people vote for on Facebook and Twitter? Well, the winner it was from this last week. 
walls beneath the ground near the ball foundation? Mm. Walls beneath near the, the ball foundation. <laughs> Oh, we man. got some wall ball going on here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just heard walls near the balls. <laughs> okay, weirdo. Uh, wall ball. Yeah, time. Well, hey, I loved wall ball when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. So, I was okay. like a master. At that I would one. destroy you. Okay. Just like that time I uh, raced you up the. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> up the rock wall. He decided to race <laughs> me up a rock wall, you know, like the ones with the two sides. And he's mm -hmm. like, I'm going to destroy you. And, you know, he can run faster than me. But I was like, OK, you know, I can run way I'll, faster than you. I'll race you up the wall. And so I did. I went as fast as I could. I was afraid he was going faster than me. And then ding, Dustin's. Like I wasn't a, even halfway up yet. He was like a quarter of a way up the wall. And I was like, oh, I really thought you were hot on my tail. Yeah. No, destroyed you. Hey, you know what? I still made it up the wall. That was a was rock fine. wall. We were fine. It yeah. was fun. It, it was. It was a good time had by me. Okay, what does that have to do with Clotworthy? <laughs> because there was a rock wall. <laughs> okay. So we had to have a side tangent story, all apparently. Right. Okay, okay, we had some excellent Clotworthy moments. Aren't they all? Yes, but I mean, we had a lot of them. Okay. This episode. Good. And I felt really confident about that. Okay. So, what did you pick for the clotworthy moments to go up against each other this week? Okay. So, the first one an ornate ring? Could this simple piece of jewelry offer an important clue as to who might have constructed the elaborate stone formation at the swamp and possibly when? Hmm. Could it? It, maybe. I mean, I like the ring that. was a big deal. Yeah, that's good. I like the clotworthy moment about the ring. That was yeah. great. It was nice and long in length, like you prefer with your <laughs> clotworthy moment. I like the clotworthy moments to be like more than just three or four words. So, yes, thank you. You're three or four words. <laughs> well, I guess three because you have a middle name. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So, cool. I okay. like that. Um, and that's going to go up again. Yeah, let's hear it. A piece of bone found nearly 120 feet deep in borehole OC1. Paul's bone. <laughs> Paul's bone. <laughs> or Gary's ring. See, look, it's found things. Okay, yeah. So those are good choices. Uh -huh. And uh, if you want to vote on which one is your favorite and uh, contribute to the podcast by picking the clotworthy moment. Okay, I'm going to try to do this differently this time. Go to facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. Good job. Right. And uh, you can vote there or you could go to Twitter and you can find us at Oak Island pod and you could vote there. And either one of them works. We combine the scores, the total the votes, and we figure out the average and we figure out who is the winner for uh, the clot worthy moment. And you can participate. You yes, can make you can. that happen. You right? can make that happen. So vote on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, other places you can find us, get a hold of us, are on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. Yep, but you can email us mm -hmm. at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. We also have a website, so you can listen there, send us a contact through there, which is oakislandpodcast.com. Yes. Um, then you can also call us and leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear your voice and uh, possibly play it on the podcast. 360-836-4549. Fantastic. Yes. And so we have um, one, a couple little announcements here. We have uh, watch-alongs. Yes. So last Friday, Friday, Saturday, we had our first Oak Island podcast uh, watch-along episode mm -hmm. where we watched the curse of Oak Island season one, episode one. And we, um, did a commentary through it. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday we did a recap podcast. Correct. And it was a lot of fun. It you was. Enjoy it. I had a great time. Yeah. We seem to have good responses from the community about it. So thanks. I hope every one of you that, uh, uh, listened and downloaded it, enjoyed it. And I hope you watched it with the, mm -hmm. uh, episode, mm -hmm. uh, like it's intended. Um, otherwise it's a really strange podcast, but <laughs> we were going to do another one this week, but we, uh, had some stuff going on this week where we were unable to record that. So it's going to happen next week. Yeah. So we're going to try to keep it on a bi-weekly basis yeah. while we're all stuck in quarantine. Cause we got a lot of stuff to do, uh, as well. So if we can keep it at bi-weekly, we can continue to get that done mm -hmm. and then we'll go back to a monthly basis once we're out of quarantine and 
I think that's it on that side. And then tonight. Tonight, we have Oak Island Trivia Game Night. That's right. Game show. So the Oak Island Trivia Game Show, I think, is what we're calling it. it yeah. Yep. So if you want to come and participate, please do. It's on. It's going to be a, a weekly thing um, as long as people keep showing up mm-hmm. on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So if uh, you if you listen to this podcast after Friday, don't worry. The next Friday, come mm-hmm. to our Facebook page, and that's facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can participate in our uh, weekly trivia show where we uh, give out prizes mm-hmm. and how it's going to work. So for tonight, uh, I know people are in the chat right now that are um, going to be there tonight to participate yes. in the in the game. What you're going to do is um, answer 30. We've upped it. Last week we had 20 questions. Yes. This week we have 30 questions. 10 of them are Oak Island related questions. 20 of them are general trivia questions. Mm-hmm. And so you have a chance to win some real prizes. We're going to give out uh, the person that wins, the top player will get a pack of trading cards featuring all 20 of our uh, Oak Island trading cards that we've been putting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that come in uh, second place through 19th place will all get a one trading card mailed to them. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a fun way to participate with the community. Uh, a lot of fun questions. And you get to show your 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 brain muscle a little bit with uh, answering your trivia questions. You know, if you're yeah. up high on the list, you know, you're a pretty smart person. Because mm-hmm. these aren't... Your brain muscle. Well, these aren't very, like... They're not super duper hard mm-hmm. trivia questions, but they're not easy either. No, but it's also just fun. It's fun. You guys will enjoy it. And we will be back to do that at 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern tonight. Yes. And, and every Friday going forward. is April 3rd, 2020. Yeah. In case you are listening to this podcast back like a year later. And yeah, that's fine. But even a year from now, hopefully we're still doing it weekly. But who knows? Correct a Mundo. Who knows where, where we'll be in a year. But um, yeah, so please participate. It'll be fun. Okie dokie. Well, we will see you guys tonight, I guess. Yes, we will. And until then. well, Hey, don't take my line. Okay, then you do it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for letting me do my job. (laughs) Until next time. Could it be? What do we expect to find at the bottom of this? Well, if this is the money pit area up, we're going to watch for the original wood. Anything old, anything like that. That would mean we're on the right spot. Oh, right, so we could have a chance at the shiny gold thing. (laughs) We have significant...